Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a fantastic voice, let's go get baptized in the phone. Come along on the fantastic voice, baby. Listen. He's the fear of the black planet, the planet phone. <laughs> Listen, black people have a very different relationship with aliens. <laughs> Politics, y'all. I'm cracking myself up because, listen, I don't know if you know Funkadelic, Parliament, George Clinton. All of that stuff is like proto-Afrofuturism. I don't know if you know, but that album, that Parliament record is literally, it's an alien abduction. That album is about when the aliens come. Because, okay, listen. Welcome to Hood Politics. Clearly, we about to talk about shooting stuff out the sky, okay? And I'm gonna get to the actual part of it, but I, I, I really think let's 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 have a little fun, okay? I don't know if y'all know anything about Afrofuturism. I feel like actually, I would imagine that a lot of a lot of y'all probably do, or just you do. You just never know. Well, I, I bet you a gang of y'all are into like, you know, comics, like all that stuff. Anyway, I'm 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 speculating too much i'm just gonna have fun with this one because uh i feel like the the comparison is so obvious in this you know but uh which is basically like who you with what you who you know around here where your grandma stay who is this who you know on this street you know what i'm just for safety i'm just gonna shoot up this car (laughs) 
don't know why it's cracked me up so much. But anyway, let's do a fun little like, this will probably be a shorter episode because it's really, it's really not much to say, but I think there's, there is some points that need to be addressed here. Uh, last week, we talked about the Chinese bubble um, that was in, in the sky. Uh, and we just need to talk about some more because it keep happening. Now, this is the day after the Super Bowl that I'm recording this now. And I'm, I don't know if y'all saw, well, I'm pretty sure y'all did because it's the most watched thing, you know, you know, every year. But as an aside, like if I was a Philly fan, I'd be so furious the way that thing ended. Like y'all really just ran the clock out. I would be so mad. Like I, I, I'm so mad they can do this. You know, (laughs) I was like, oh man, I'd be so mad anyway. So let me get back to the topic here. It's a really interesting thing if you really go into the psychology as to how, at least in America, the way dominant culture, you know, underscore white America understands alien and alien abduction and alien invasions and the way historically black people have. Now, I can't speak for you know, Latino culture in a way that I usually can have like a pretty cursory understanding. But here I, I, I can I think I'm really I can really only speak from a black perspective. And of course, this is like these are big sweeping, big bucket, you know, capital B black ideas here. Uh, there's this this podcast called The Backstory. Uh, it's with um Virginia's like the I think it's University of Virginia, Virginia State. I don't know. One of those things. I don't know their system, but basically their history department, they have this podcast called Backstory and they covered they covered Afrofuturism and and sort of the history of like Funkadelic and Parliament and black people in uh and the way we think about aliens. It's it's a really interesting pod and and concept. I bring all that up to say this. You know, the the trope for the white folks is the little green men and they gonna come and abduct somebody and do experiments on you and start an intergalactic war it's always it's always the butt experiments right they're gonna they're gonna put a probe up your butt because they want to understand what's happening inside of the bodies so there's always this like fear of abduction and pain and experiments and i don't know like if that's Obviously, I'm not. That's why I said these are big buckets. They're not. These are these are you can almost call them tropes. You know what I'm saying? But this is this is an experiment experience that you see, you know, in the movies all the way back to the 50s, you know, up until Independence Day. It's like the aliens will come and they're hostile. Right. They're trying to exterminate us. Their planet's dying. They just they need they need our planet and our resources. You, you know, it's some sort of intergalactic war, but either way, their goal is to exterminate us or to run tests to impregnate our women. All of these sort of fears that are in that sort of underscore dominant culture kind of white experience. If you notice, that's not how black people have historically seen aliens we've seen them as a rescue mission the mothership you ever heard the phrase the mothership that's all through that george clinton folkadelic and parliament music it's that the they are coming to save us from this earth we about to go to an intergalactic party y'all 
we gonna hear the funk. So when you look at go 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 back, go look at all them like all them performances of George Clinton and the party. Go look at it. There's a party in space. We getting up out of here. That's so we've always looked at aliens different. There's this whole trope about, and you could look at all this history about how in sci-fi, in the future, ain't nobody of color. It's all it's only white people in the future, according to a lot of sci-fi. And it was funny, that's that's always been the running joke for us. It's like, dang, in the future ain't no black people. Like we've always laughed at like, dang, other planets only got white folks too. They got lizards and white people. That's all that's on other planets. So we never saw ourselves in the future, right? Which was funny to us. And also telling. In the same way that like the whole, you know, Lord of the Rings, kind of uh, House of Dragon, Little Mermaid, all these like situations where people was upset that y'all got some diversity in these videos is because your fantasy ain't got no black people. Which is really what you're telling us. is like you wish there was a world we wasn't here in. That's your fantasy. Whether you consciously saying it or not, you know, maybe again, people are only know what they're familiar with, which is also telling. You're only familiar with a white world. So you can only imagine a white world. Hey, okay, yeah, like J.R. Tolkien was, I mean, it was, he's imagining Europe. Okay, what are you imagining? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is he? What, I mean, what was he pulling from? You trying to tell me what no fiction in Africa? What no fiction nowhere else? We we have fiction. Y'all just imagined a world where people of color wasn't present. So I think it's also telling the way that dominant culture thinks about aliens again. It's that it's, it's an invasion. Why? Well, because historically, again, I mean, these are sweeping concepts. You can shoot it all down if you want, or you could just go, you know, look at some of the some of the research around this is because, well, y'all have been colonial imperialists. So the only way you can think about any other world power is in terms of how you understand power. So you think in the way that you expanded, you know, you as in Europe, the way Europe has extended their territory because they believed that they were more powerful, more wealthy and far more advanced than the people that they were colonizing. Of course, in your imagination, a civilization far more advanced than we are would function the way that you functioned based on people that you thought you were more advantaged in or advanced in. So of course, they're just gonna abduct you and exterminate you and do experiments on you. Why? Because that's what y'all did to us. You're gonna, they're just gonna enslave us. Where would you get that idea? Oh, because that's what you did to us. Now, flipping the tables back to black people. It was like, look, we, we getting up out of here. You know what I'm saying? There's different ways as to how like the alien thing played out because, you know, in some of the like nation of Islam beliefs like the elijah muhammad version the nation of islam um you know that like the white man's the devil right and can you blame these people for <laughs> coming to that conclusion based on what they was experienced right of course i don't believe that you know but the belief was that this planet used to be ours 
And we were the advanced species. We were the original man. And white folks were just, these were our lab rats. And then they took over the planet and they're getting their revenge on us. Now, I'm not saying this absolutely correctly, right? And of course, like any religion or belief, it's like, what's orthodoxy? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to nail down orthodoxy, especially when you're talking from somebody outside the faith, right? Uh, most of the time, when I hear people talk about, because, you know, I grew up in the Christian faith. When most of the time when I hear people talk about Christian theology, oftentimes they're talking about one particular branch of Christianity rather than, um, and even inside of that branch, there's differences of theology and opinions and who's to say what is orthodox and what's not, you know, what is what is proper theology and doctrine and what's not. So I'm I'm giving that caveat about me speaking on the nation because they don't all believe that. But as far as like 5% nation, you know, FOI kind of gods and earth, the, the undisputed truth is that like the black man is the original man. And it's because I think in our experience as far as being part of the extended diaspora, we were robbed of a lot of our history, like really like purposefully cut off from our history. So because of that, when we got to actually learn of our rich African heritage, it was like, oh, so our history doesn't start at those slave ships. Oh, we are a part of a, we're part of a civilization just as old as yours is. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the same plant. Matter of fact, older. Turns out we were the first people. You know what I'm saying? At least according to the bones. But I don't know. I'm not 50,000 years old. I don't know. The point I'm trying to make is you start realizing when you're you're taught for, for centuries that you're less than human. Of course, when you find out that that's not true, there's a part of you that feels like, there is something evil inside of these people that gave them the ability to, for centuries, do this to another human. Your only conclusion is like, these people are devils. I mean, what else would you think? So a good piece of you feels like, dang, man, the aliens would be would be a, a welcome thing because apparently no matter where we go, we oppress. Maybe we don't belong here. Maybe y'all don't see our magic because we looking at like uh, the, the cultural artifacts we created, the things we discovered, the pyramids we built. You know what I'm saying? The, the, and so eventually you're like, maybe we don't belong here. So in our imagination, in our imagined future, the only way to escape this oppression is to escape the planet. That was what was in our imagination. And that so when the aliens come, it's a rescue mission. It's the mothership, baby. That's a little bootsy. A little bootsy Collins, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be with you. Oh, yeah. Baptized in the fall. Anyway, let's talk about weather balloons. 
Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one-la, cry me a river, ah. Y'all hear that? Wait, to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Now, I think the easiest way to think about these things that we continue to shoot down there's a couple a couple ways to think about it, actually. I think one is like, just remember that just because we know about it now don't mean it's being going on. And that's the answer. But if you think about it like this, whether you understand what them flying objects are or not, like I, my, okay, I'm gonna use my antennas here. I, I don't, at least I don't think they're aliens. I, I don't, I don't believe the unidentified flying objects are extraterrestrial. I believe they are, <laughs> very extra extra normally terrestrial extremely terrestrial meaning they from here i think as a student of history there's been plenty of times that you know spy games cold war stuff whenever we saw as a species tech that was beyond 
what we conventionally understood. We called it devils. We called it magic. We called it um, gods, divine, and then sorcery, and then aliens. It's just because we didn't understand. I mean, that was the answer to the ancient Egyptians, right? To the pyramids, was aliens. You know what I'm saying? So there are, it's because whenever we see stuff we don't understand, a lot of times like our brain goes to that. And that's, so I opened this this episode up just more for fun to talk about that. But really, I think it's as simple as a car turns around the wrong street and, or a side street, and it's a whole bunch of homies standing outside and they staring the car down because nobody recognizes the car. It might not be anything, but you're going to stop that car because it might be something. And when you are addressed by this mob of people, you better stay quickly who you know over here. What you, what you, you belong, do you belong over here? Your, where your mama stay, where your grandmama stay, who you know over here. You, you know, if you don't get out the car, get out the car before I snatch you out the car. You need to get the fuck from around here. Now, add to it, that car driving extra slow and in a way, and and it's a type of car you ain't never seen before. Not only have you never seen that car on your street, you've never even seen that kind of car. I mean, you're going to start questioning some things. So sometimes you feel like it's not worth trying to figure out what the answer is. We'll figure it out later. Why be so aggressive and territorial? Because I don't know your intentions. And sometimes, just to be safe, I'm just going to go on like this car up. I don't, uh, just, you just, look, better safe than sorry. I'd rather like this car up than you like this apartment complex up. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll deal with the repercussions later. All I know is, you shouldn't have turned down this street. Unless you could give me a real, real good reason as to why you out here. I'm going to go ahead and make sure you don't come back. So I, I I think that's what's going on in our airspace. I think, like I said last week, now this is me again using my antennas. Like I said last week, this 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 beef been bubbling up for a while. Now, let's get to the actual news. So for three days, uh, U.S. fighter jets have shot down. Three objects uh, all over American airspace. Now, we've been finding stuff all over. I mean, Uruguay, Canada, it's been stuff in the air for a while. And they all kind of look a little different. So on Super Bowl Sunday over Lake Huron, a U.S. fighter jet shot down this unidentified object. On Saturday, working with Canada, we shot down a plane over a thing, whatever that thing was, over Western Canada. Which I like. I like it being in Canada because it's like if it is aliens, way to way to way to break stereotypes and land in Canada. And Canada's calling it a cylindrical object, so it's even more fun. And Friday, we shot down some off the coast of Alaska. They said it was the size of like a, a a small car, but because of the weather, we ain't been able to get to it. So Air Force General Glenn Van Hur, he's the the leader of uh, NORAD. In his press conference, he was basically saying, look, we don't have enough information to say whether it's it's like espionage or spyware or not just yet, which is fair because, look, you can't be can't be alarming folks like that just in case it ain't that. 
However, where your grandma stay, what you doing around these parts? Shouldn't have been flying all through our air. So anyway, they uh the the US statement is still like, look, they didn't necessarily pose an imminent threat. They were all unmanned. They looked a little smaller, a little different than the first Chinese balloon we shot down. But out of abundance of caution, like I told y'all, we just going to go blast. We're going to send these these two million dollar fighter planes and shoot one million dollar missiles at it. However, and this is one of my favorite parts. It's not so much that there's a ramp up of these things. It's more that we just paying more attention now. Again, all information is good information. And now the U.S. has said what we had to do is basically recalibrate our radars. So there was this meme going around uh, on Foods Gone Wild, which I love it. And this meme was like it was saying UK security and it was these like security cameras that were over, you know, those like linear ones. And it was like U.S. security and it was like satellites and stuff like that. And then it was all Mexico. And it's a whole bunch of old ladies looking out the windows or peeking out their front doors. <laughs> because seriously, that I mean, that's my neighborhood. You can't walk down the street with somebody's uh, without somebody's T.R.O.L. like looking through the window like, who wait, who are you? What you doing down here? Listen, listen, the lady next door to me know everything that happened on my street. Everything. The man next door to me, there's a man next door to me, this old man, let me tell you, man, this old Mexican man, sometimes I was outside working on the yard, he just stood there and watched me. Didn't say a word. He walk up and down, up and down the street. He just be, I'm just making sure everything all right. They just look. <laughs> that's, that's the security. Is somebody, an old lady peeking through the window. She know everything. Let me tell you something. The lady next door, like, look, I, it's worth saying it again. That lady know everything happened on this street. So the U.S. has said they had to recalibrate because apparently all their radars was set to missile speed. Them things going too fast. They set for stuff that goes fast. These flying objects is just going with the jet stream. They just going with the flood. They just going through the music. They just going with the wind. So they wasn't even ready for it. We wasn't even calibrated to see it. These things be flying all the time. It's just they flying higher than we're normally used to. And they flying slower than we normally used to. So we had to start like adjusting sort of our situations. Oh, yeah. Like take it to the streets. You was looking for the low low. You know what I'm saying? You need to recalibrate. A early '90s reference uh, with this, with the, with the great rapper Yo Yo. She did a song with Ice Cube called the Bonnie and Clyde thing. She said, "You searching on him? I got the gat in my skirt." When the last time you heard gat? That's very '91. But yeah, you got to recalibrate what you're looking for. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk. 
relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one line, one Cry Me a River, ah. Y'all hear this, man? to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, as of today, again, this is February 13th, U.S. officials say that the payload or whatever that balloon was that we shot off Myrtle Beach coast is uh, like 50 feet down in the uh, in the Atlantic Ocean. They say that the little the little hard drive still peeped together. I'm calling it a hard drive. I don't know what it is, but they say it's still pieced together. So once they get that, they'll be able to know a little bit more. But again, shoot first. So what are we to think of these other balloons? Uh, I'm a wildly speculate here. Based on my experiences in history and in street living. It's sometimes, like I said last episode, you just trying to figure out what'll work. You, 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 you put stuff in the air. I just want to see how you'd react. The question now is, okay, does America scramble jet pilots, jet freaking fighter jets, Every time you see something in the sky like that. Oh, you know, do you, I mean, do you? Is that like a good use of our money? A good use of our time and our resources? Because if you got us chasing balloons, then you could actually send, then you could probably send a missile because all of our fighter jets is chasing balloons. You know what I'm saying? 
And again, just because we ain't seen it before doesn't mean it's not normal somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Just the first time I seen a car with the steering wheel on the opposite side of what I was used to, I thought this was an alien car. No, it's Europe, fam. That's just the way the cars are made over there. I was just the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? I also think we don't know what's going on on Chinese television. We don't know what they discovering. We only know, remember, we... But all information is good information. We don't we know what our government is willing to tell us based on what they have to tell us, because every citizen got a camera on their phone. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have some answer. You know what I mean? I also know the government has, if you followed Cracktoberfest, has no problem lying. Being like, you know, Gene Hossifoss head ass. Like, I do not know this man. We are not, I don't, what you mean funding fun the Contras? Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Cold War had governments lying. There's also, just like happened in the Cold War, a possibility that the left hand don't know what the right hand is doing. It's completely possible the same in China. We think that that's a one block regime. It's, it might be some plausible deniability happening over there too. It might not even be China. It might be China's homies. It might be China trolling. It, it could be anything. The point is, I believe we're just in a new Cold War. This That's just what it is. It's just the Cold War isn't done with like, like the TV show, uh, The Americans. Although we still do have spies. There's one that just got released. This lady that was like, that like had us going for years. But why send a human? Why pay for a satellite when you could float a balloon? And if the balloon gets shot down, hell, it's probably already. We have the technology to talk to a rover on Mars. What make you think whoever floating these things ain't already got the information they need from it? Hit delete from the from the hard drive. As soon as it got shot down. I mean, I don't know. But I understand America's response. America did what every hood does. They stood outside on the porch. They saw a car coming down the street. And they was like, we'll figure it out later. Go get the text. And they let the choppers fly. So who floating these balloons over our air? The question is, who been floating these balloons over our air? And do we really got to send a fighter jet after everything that comes? Because maybe, just maybe, one of them balloons is the mothership, baby. Hood politics, y'all. Yo, 
yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave in reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game unlocked for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.